0: Love Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles show. Tonight we have special, two special guests, two special guest hosts. Joining me tonight, Tracy Arcandizi and Adam Bodie, the vibrations of life, my friends. We're going to have a beautiful journey in the discovery of the many vibrations of our lives. Let's let the music play as this. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles show. And tonight, it's Be With Charles and Tracy and Adam show, as we are going to be talking about the many vibrations of our life, how the vibrations and the energy directly impacts our minds, bodies, and spirits, and all of our experiences. We've got a great show for you tonight. We're glad to be back with you. We have a little bit of time off pre- and post-wedding. If you haven't listened to last night's show, Love is the Answer, that was our comeback show. We talked about a lot of different things and that love is the answer, my friends, loving yourself, loving each other, and loving your life. And tonight, the vibrations of life, we're going to be talking, we're going to go on a discovery about the many different vibrations and many different things that can cause vibrations in our minds and bodies, how that affects our minds and bodies how that affects not only our energy, but the energy that we're putting off in the universe, right? The energy that we're putting off around others around us. And we're going to get, it's going to be an amazing show. Uh, We've got so much information for you. And Tracy is here and she is a sound healer, as well as a massage therapist and a Reiki master and a spiritual practitioner. And she is going to be playing and having some different sounds that we can experience together and see how those different sounds work with your consciousness, with your mind and your body. And Adam Bodie's with us here tonight. He's been a guest host and a guest on the show a few times. And he's autistic, trans, he's an activist, he's an artist, he's a father, and he's a spiritual facilitator. He's got a brand new YouTube channel he's going to be talking about, as well as many things that we've we've each, each of us getting ready for Tonight's show. Each looked at a different part of the spectrum of vibration and how vibration can affect our lives and our mind, bodies, and spirits in very real ways. And and we we've met and had conversations with each other, getting ready for tonight's show. We're very excited about it on Saturday night. We're going to have a special Saturday night, spiritual night, when Jesus calls me home. I'm going to be sharing my awarenesses, experiences, love of life, all who I've shared life with. And the awareness that I've been blessed to receive through both my own consciousness and awareness and experience, my friends, my family, the clients that I worked with, and all those that know me know that there's since the beginning of even before I was officially doing the work I was doing, I have been called to be there with people during their end of life, during their transition transition from leaving body and going into soul. And so much has been shared with me by those beautiful souls that I'll be sharing with you too. That Saturday night, special Saturday night, special special Saturday night, spiritual night, easy for me to say. And that's going to be Saturday 29th at 7 p.m. That's one that we had postponed a little bit, uh, pre- and post-wedding, uh, and if you listened to last night's show, you, you know what some of that was about, so we won't repeat that. Uh, but tonight, my friends, the vibrations of life, and we are back. We're going to be back with shows Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Sometimes Friday turns into Saturday or Sunday. We, we schedule those differently throughout the summer, so stay, stay alert by following our Facebook page. And if you don't follow the Facebook page, you can follow us here on Blog Talk or many different. I know people are listening. Blog Talk is kind of our main uh, platform, but we are out there. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Podcast Addict. We're on Overcast, uh, Provide, and several different, many, many different uh, streaming services out there when it comes to Blog Talk Radio And we appreciate all of you listening. And I mentioned last night, while we were off for a period, many of you were listening to some of our past shows. I think we have about 50 of our almost over 200 now shows up. I have been talking about posting some of the older ones. I am going to be doing some of that on our off nights, posting some of the best of shows from our past shows. Most of our shows, as you know, have spiritual experiences that you can have, that you can enjoy, meditations that that are there for you to experience what you need to experience in your life to bring healing, to bring peace, to bring a reset to yourself, to get some new inspirations. And while we were off, something happened. Uh, we are li- listened to around the world. And our top five countries changed around a bit. Uh, USA is, a United States is our number one country, New Zealand, who now is more than twice as many as any of its uh, other countries. We've really gained a lot of listeners in New Zealand. We have listeners in Canada. And welcome to the top five, Egypt. Egypt, we've had listeners in Egypt for quite a while, but over this time we were off, Egypt kind of crept up and uh, Japan and Vietnam are still in the top ten, but Egypt is now our number four and Australia the number five country. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all those that listen around the world. And thank you for sending your emails. I really enjoy them. And you're welcome to send an email anytime with a question. Just with people will suggest ideas for shows, people will share how a show touched them. And tonight we're going to be sharing a lot of information. And you can see in the list and tonight's show we have Tracy's email. We have some of Adam's information, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. You can also email us because we're going to be sharing some stuff tonight. And if you would like to have some of that for yourself, like Adam is going to be sharing a, a beautiful uh, spectrum of how the different feelings and inter, how the different uh, feelings and emotions affect our vibration uh, Tracy's got some information she's going to be sharing. And if you'd like to know more about what we're sharing on tonight's show, if you'd like to see some of that for yourself or get some of the links to some of the resources, then you can email us at the show and we will email you that information because we're all here. We're all all about it. We're all about helping you out. So know that you can email us uh, at our show's email and our show's email as it has been for Many years now uh, is relax let go be at gmail.com so email us any of your questions, any of your ideas, any of your feedback we'd love hearing from you uh, and we're all about love and light and awesomeness and helping each you know it's a selfish endeavor in a way if we make if we bring everyone into love, if we bring everyone into loving themselves and loving each other, we all benefit in that world, don't we. <laughs> And the vibrations of life are a big part of that. And so I'm not going to wait any longer. I'm going to bring Tracy and Adam onto the show.
1: Hello. And Everybody. let's
0: see. Yep, there's Tracy. Adam, are you there?
1: Yes, I'm here.
0: <laughs> All right. And we've got a lot of things to share tonight. And and Tracy, since you are our sound healer, I know one of the things that you thought was something awesome to share, and it is, is some of the key definitions when we talk about vibration, when we talk about frequency.
2: Yes. uh, Thank you, Charles. I'm going to be going over some um, definitions, terminology, and cause and effects. That will be mentioned in tonight's show, not only what I am sharing, but also some of the things that Adam and or Charles will be sharing because we can't assume that everybody knows all the terminology that is out there, or maybe they have a whole different idea of what it might mean, but we're going to put it down in the context for tonight. So the first one is binaural beats, and it's a perception of sound created by your brain, and if you listen to two tones, each at a different frequency of each other, In a different ear, your brain creates an additional tone that you can hear. This is the third tone that is the binaural beats. And Adam will be talking more about that this evening. And then the next uh, definition is frequency. Frequency is the number of occurrences of a repeating event per unit of time. It is also occasionally referred to as a temporal Uh, Temporal frequency for clarity and to distinguish it from spatial frequency. Frequency is measured in hertz, which is equal to one event per second. Interesting. And friction. The resistance that one surface or object encounters when moving over another And it's important to note that a lubrication system that reduces friction or adversely conflicts or anomalously caused by a clash of wheels, temperaments, or opinions, a considerable amount of friction between father and son, which that part doesn't apply, um, that hurts is vibration frequency is expressed in hertz, simply the unit that frequency is measured in. Everything has a frequency, but hertz are always used in the cause, in the case of measurement, things that have more than just one frequency. It's the smallest basic measurement of frequency. And then we have human vibration. Human vibration is defined as the effect of a mechanical vibration of the environment on a human body. During our normal daily life, we are exposed to various sources of vibration. For example, like in buses or trains or cars, or even um, maybe some of the jobs we do, like using a jackhammer or a hammer, uh, any sort of those tools. Many people are also exposed to other vibrations during the weekday, like I had just mentioned, and pitch. For the purpose of music, it's the position of a single sound in the complete range of sound. Sounds are higher or lower in pitch according to the frequency of vibration of the sound waves producing them. Sound. Vibration that travels through the air or another medium and can be heard when they reach a person's or animal's ear, that sound. And then just simply vibration is the periodic back and forth motion of the particles of an elastic body or medium commonly resulting when almost any physical system is displaced from its equilibrium condition and allowed to respond to the forces that tend to restore equilibrium. And last but not least, uh, vibration, frequency, and sound. In the field of quantum physics and the discovery of surpassingly theory, which reveals that all matter is essentially vibrating at different frequencies, it's now widely accepted that if an atom is disrupted, it will produce a sound or a vibration. Awesome. And you and can't have any of these by themselves. In order to have sound, you have to have vibration, frequency, hertz, and pitch and friction. Yes. Yeah.
0: And, and and what we've discovered, you know, and it, I I find that fascinating is that you know, we know that our bodies give off energy. You know, the people that have always taken pictures of like the astral or the um, energy that's around you. There's been a lot of studies recently that are have been studying people that are in meditation or go into a spiritual place. Like they they brought in like a spiritual healer, you know, who who would use his energy. And, and had him get into that spiritual place and get that energy, and they were able to show that the energy coming from him was at a certain vibration, a certain frequency, and that it was measurable. And they found that when people are in meditative states or deep spiritual states, there is a measurable change in their vibration, and there's a frequency, that they've identified and they're starting to call it the universal frequency because they when they brought in different people this person is a spiritual healer this person maybe a pastor this person maybe just someone that meditates they found that when somebody gets to a certain state of relaxation and connection there is something they're connecting to that is universal, and then we have all these beautiful things that have been going on where you know you can listen to the sound of Saturn, the sound of Jupiter, the sound of Pluto, because they realize again these vibrations that happen are universal and they're 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 part of our physics, part of our world, and that all of these things are giving off sounds, and sometimes there's are sounds that we have to capture with with uh, special devices, and then. Translate down to where we can even hear them, because that's the other thing. You know, we we know if you're following life and you're following. I think we just lost Tracy. <laughs> we'll bring her back. Uh, when you're following life and you're you're connected to, uh, you're in a human body. You can only hear certain things. We know that other animals, other creatures we share the planet with, like dogs, can hear things we can't. Dolphins can hear things. Whales can hear things we can't. You know, there's, there's so many different frequencies in our universe, and they all affect us. And we, as humans, are very affected by our emotions, by whether we're happy, sad, or mad, uh, whether we're feeling encouraged and loved, or you're feeling uh, shamed or abused. Uh, they... And we also know that the mental state that you're in, the emotional state that you're in, has a direct impact on your body. And if you've listened to the show, you know I've talked a lot about working with medical professionals throughout time who have proven, and there's been tests that have happened, but doctors and nurses and and practitioners know that if somebody is in a really depressed state, if somebody is in a really... Uh, ongoing abusive state or they're in a place where they're not getting love, they're not getting encouragement, this makes a huge difference on their ability to heal and and even more so if you're in a negative space and have a lot of negative energy and you're in a negative place your body is hurting from that. Things are happening that are very detrimental to every system in your body when you are stressed when you are frustrated when you're in a negative space, all of these things have impacts not just on not just when you are, are recovering from something, but also when you are totally healthy. But you can make yourself very unhealthy by going through negative thoughts, by being in a negative space, by being super depressed. Your body it gets. is is, truly suffers damage when we're in a negative space and and has healing and balance when we're in a positive space. Um, And while I get Tracy back, Adam, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about that binaural beat? Because that's something that has been amazing in your journey.
1: Yes, absolutely. And uh, for me, like... uh, I watch a lot of YouTube about like different meditations and binaural beats that I use. Um, some of which I would recommend like meditative mind or, uh, doxy meditations or, uh, different things like that. Um, but basically like everything in the universe holds a vibrational energy. So, um like when you get into the middle of the chart uh of vibration then you get into the flow state which is courage neutrality and willingness and then after willingness comes acceptance so um the lowest vibration being shame which is at a 20 hertz and then um the highest vibration being at 700, which is considered enlightenment.
0: Yeah, when you're in that space. And we do have Tracy back. Hi, Tracy. You don't know what happened, but we lost you.
2: Operator error. Operator (laughs) Oh, okay.
0: It's
2: (laughs) a Wednesday. Let that be the reason.
0: Right. And one of the things that we all talked about and and shared that I think we'd all heard about, and, and it was really... Uh, enlightening to me years and it's been a few years back and it was Japanese right Tracy a Japanese doctor or scientist that put the water
2: yes yeah he
0: put, he put is- bottled water in different spots throughout like a, a right transit station and then he told people go up to this and think and this one think love think of every loving thing that happened to you think of those that you love and this one think hate and this one think happiness and this one think shame, you know, and literally did this with several different emotions or moods, and then what they did is they took the water and looked under a microscope to see, okay, does A, this water was in a spot where no one could touch it, no one could tamper with it in any way, the only thing they could do is send their energy into it, right, and so this was a test to see, can you really do that? Dude, when we give off energy, does that energy, is something tangible come out? And if it does, and we have all these times when people go and think these things, and then we look on, you know, do we see something? And oh my gosh, did they. When they looked at the bottles that had things like love and happiness and joy, you saw the molecules that the water was forming on a microscopic level was these almost beautiful looking snowflakes. Just amazing, beautiful shapes that they came into. Then when you looked at the bottles where there was like shame and hate and fear and judgment, it was literally ugly. It was not only ugly, it was dark, it was weird, it was discolored, and and it was something, it was eye-opening, but it's something that a lot of us that have worked in these different fields over the years have known. That's why there is Reiki to balance your energy right that's why there is meditation to let go of the negativity and it was it was inspiring to see something that was tangible that was like look this not only shows and then when you think about that okay so that was our energy and we were we were we were sending it right we were sharing that energy and that energy was coming off of us and if you if you ever doubted or uncertain of it Think about the times that you've walked in a room and you suddenly know something's wrong. Like you walk in, no one said anything, but you, you walk in and you go, whoa, the energy in this room, right? Or somebody is really angry, but they're trying to hide it. And you can tell because the it's <laughs> coming off of them, right? This with the water proved it, but it also proves something else. We're 70% water. Our bodies if we didn't have water, that, you know, we could survive without food for a period of time. We cannot survive without water. Our, every system in our body runs on water. And if that was the effect on a bottle of water, what is the effect inside of us in all the different systems from our heart to our lungs to our kidneys to uh, our muscles? What is the effect on us when when we are in that space and that is the energy that we are producing from the inside out and we know that attitude, mood, uh, vibration directly affects your mental and physical health as well as your experience in life.
2: You're speaking of Dr. Masaru Mimoto. He's a Japanese businessman, and he was a pseudo-scientist.
0: Yeah, and and there's been works done throughout time that prove the strength of our thoughts and our moods. You know, one of the things that I've talked about on the show before, the placebo effect. They do drug studies all the time where they bring in people and they give some of the people the medicine and they don't give other people the medicine and some of the people get better from not getting medicine. <laughs> and, and finally, a few years back, scientists finally thought, wait a minute, we need to be studying the placebo effect. How is that possible? And one of the things that I, I was personally uh, learned about in, in some of my ongoing training that I did was a, and it, it had to do with, hypnotherapy, meditation, spiritual, and its effect on medicine. And an actual study that they did is they took people with the same stage of cancer. Uh, and it was breast cancer in this particular study. And, and, and some of this sounds, I mean, it's, it's hard to hear part of this, okay, because it's real humans that they're working with. But when you sign up for these studies, you know that you might be getting the real thing or you might not. But they took a the group and they divided it into two. And with one group, they told the people the standard medical model at that time, given their disease and their stage of cancer, which was, okay, you know, we can do this treatment. It may or may not work. If it doesn't work, you have this long to live. Um, and the maximum time that you might live having this stage is, is this time. And then they took a second group of people, gave them both the exact same medication. And this time, in this particular case, was it placebo. But with that second group, even though this was the standard medicine that they used to treat this particular type of cancer at that time, with the second group of people, they said, this is a brand new thing. It is amazing. It can heal this cancer. You'll be able to live. You you have no expiration date. And in addition with those people, they also said that we've discovered that your mood, your mindset is going to have a lot to do with how it interacts with this drug. If you you use this meditation, use some of these healing things that we do in conjunction with this medicine, you will be healed. You will live. This is amazing. The first group at the five-year mark, all of them had passed. The second group at the 10-year mark, 80% still survived. Same medicine, Same treatment, difference, the mental attitude. That's why our energy and our that's why it's so important to do things like sound bath, to do things like Reiki healing, to do things like uh, binary beats and meditation is because it resets us and it keeps us healthy. It keeps us in the flow. Anything, let's start with you, Tracy, that you'd like to add or bring to light in this moment
2: oh boy i got a I got a bunch here. Where should I start <laughs> okay, so like I mentioned before um the person that you were talking about was a pseudo scientist and businessman from Japan, Dr. Masaru Yaoto and he wrote a book called uh called the Hidden Messages in Water and you can also youtube uh the documentary. About him he um, passed away in 2015 oh,
3: I didn't um, know that. but
2: it's called messages from water um, but yeah it's 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 a wonderful thing so where should I begin boy I got I got a whole bunch of stuff here
0: so well let's start with the Reiki piece for a minute because that's energy work and there's definitely yes. a vibration okay. to that right and why is it is. important for someone to, because we do know, and science has proven that, we've got energy. We have electricity in our body. <laughs> we have energetic connectors. Our, you know For those of us that are mind, body, spirit, we know about the chakras. So talk a little bit about Reiki, its energy, and, and how that is so transforming to our experience.
2: Okay. Well, everything in this world, um, from us as humans, to animals, to plants, to the cars that we drive, the ground that we stand on. Everything in this world has energy. And our energy can become off-balanced where um, it's not running at a level that's optimal. And when your energy within your body is, no matter what kind of body you're talking about um, is not running at an optimal level, then things can go awry, like headaches, pain throughout your body, um, uh, maybe hip pain or knee pain, maybe stomach issues, uh, maybe injuries. There's a whole slew of different things. So, um, And people kind of, if you know, they're aware or not, they can sense within themselves that things are not quite right now. And like, say, an animal like my dog, Sophia, she's 15 years old, and she uh, suffers from occasional gastrointestinal issues, and you can hear her stomach just a- squawking. And so uh, that means that her energy is off balance in, like, her solar plexus and maybe in her um, sacral area, and or maybe your car is not running right, or maybe your plant is not growing properly. Maybe it it looks a little peaked, but basically what you – what we want to do is bring back the balance of energy. So in Reiki, um, as a practitioner, what I do is I'm kind of like the catalyst that ignites the power of change within you because you being everybody out there, and an animal or a plant or the car, whatever it is, has your own power to fix itself. We're just the ones that, Ignite that to happen, make that that healing from within happen, and so we kind of like hold sacred space for lack of better ways pivoting it. Be and because everything has a natural flow of energy, where um, it has a nice, easy, smooth rhythm, and you know when things are off balance, where your energy might be slow or sluggish. Or maybe it might be too rapid, or maybe it's not moving at all. So I will um, get the energy flowing at the right pace, based upon what I'm being told. However, yeah, and what you to sense rest. and feel when you're doing
0: it. Like we did a session yesterday, a Reiki sound session, and at one point you would, and I could sense, you know, and feel that you were kind of checking between the legs and then one that you were focusing on when we got done with later, you didn't know it, but years ago, there had been injury of that knee and it's always been a little bit something I pay attention to. Nothing, I, nothing serious, serious, but you know, it's just, we got injured when I was young and it's, it's that. And you, you didn't know that. And yet that was, you was like, yeah, this one has this happening. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's the knee. Yeah. Um, Can you talk about plants, and there have been many different things done with plants than anybody that's, uh, um, you know, studied in that area knows that there's been a lot of different studies with, you know, putting good energy and talking, you know, or, or plants being in a space where they get attention and they get that energy as opposed to a space where there's a lot of negative energy. And there's been studies done where on purpose, the same thing that we did with the water where you would think, Oh, I love you. You're a beautiful plant. So happy to see you today. Let me give you some water. And then other ones that you, you know, either don't do that at all, or you really say bad, you know, like send energy and boy, they react quickly. And years ago, I was a department head for a plant department head, had, on my way up to becoming manager at frank's nursing crafts and we had and i had all the house plans and one day i was there and every day when i came in and i would water them i talked to them i'd be like oh you're so beautiful you're gonna someone's gonna love you boy they go i figure out they're gonna be so excited to take you home and and have your energy in the house and i would just go around talking to them telling them how pretty they were how good they were doing and my manager and district manager were there at one point and looking at something else, and the district manager overheard me. And he came over and he said, hey, do you, do you really think that makes a difference? And I said, absolutely. And he said, I want to do an experiment. And he turned to the store manager and he said, I want, we had four aisles, rows, whatever you want to call it, of plants, house plants." He said, "On these two, I want you to keep doing all the talking that you're doing, and et cetera. On these two, if you really think it makes a difference, I want you to say ugly things to them. I want you to tell them that they're not pretty, that no one's going to like them. And he's like, I want to come back in a week. And he turns to the store manager. He's like, you got to make sure he doesn't do anything to these plants. It has to be all, otherwise you, you water them, you fertilize them the same. Literally three days into the experiment, my store manager said, Stop talking bad to these plants. We were already having to mark down plants in the place where I was talking, you know, saying, You're not and it was killing me because I love plants and I love connection to life and I'm like, I ain't doing this, you know. And uh and so he took some pictures back before cell phones and all that and told the district manager, we are stopping because we have two rows, two aisles of plant that are going downhill super fast and these other ones are beautiful. So it, it's, uh, it is a thing. And then Helen, who you know, Tracy, and you've heard a lot about Adam, Helen did not do Reiki, but she did something called Healing Touch. And she was a psychologist, master master's psych psychologist, uh, as well as a spiritual practitioner. And one of the things that she added to what she did was Healing Touch. And she would do Healing Touch as part of her sessions with people as an additional help to boost to what healing they might need in their lives and true story I was talking to her daughter recently and she remembered that she goes remember when mom fixed your car with the healing touch and I'm like I do and I had a very older and I don't know if you ever you probably saw it too Trace they used to drive around a 76 Toyota Corona and it was a rust bucket it looked awful (laughs) I had lots of angel (laughs) stickers on it because the angels I thought kept alive and I had a mechanic that would come work on it from time to time, and he kept telling me, you know, you're nearing the end, you know, you've done everything you can. Well, one day I go out after work at, when we all work together, at Transformation Associates, and I go to start it. It is nothing, and I knew the battery was good. I had the battery replaced. It was, it was just dead in the water. And I thought, well, okay, I'll just call my mechanic in the morning. And then Helen came out, and she goes, "What's wrong?" I said, "The car won't start," and she said, "Well." Who knows, you know, give it a shot. We'll do some healing touch. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay, why not, you know? And she put her hands on it and and put some energy in. And then at a certain moment, she goes, okay, I've done what I can do. No promises. Turn the key, it runs. I had the mechanic come out and checked it the next day. He couldn't find anything wrong. He's like, no, everything's fine. <laughs> He's like, matter of fact, your electrical system's running better than it ever has because I, you know, was so old, you know, and I was like, and I was shocked. I was like, if I hadn't have seen that, I don't know that I believed it. And now can that happen every time in every circumstance? I don't know. There's a lot of things that, that uh, contribute to that. Just like I've had people say, well, if the power of prayer and the power of meditation and work, you know, why do, you know, somebody recovers and somebody doesn't. And I can speak to that. And we're going to speak a lot more of it on Saturday when I talk about end of life journey. I mean, we know when we take a breath, no matter what we do, we can experience life much better and much healthier and with less complications, someday we're going to pass. From the moment we take a breath, we know the day will come when we take our last. How we experience those days in between is what we can control with our energy and with our vibrations. We can't And that having worked with so many people that are passing, they will tell you they know that is their time, or they know, you know, I've worked with people that were in a place of seeking healing and seeking uh, balance, and then they will reach a point where they realize this body is running out, just like I don't drive that yellow car anymore. That yellow car has been retired for a while, you know, every, we do have a time frame, we, no matter what you do, you're not going to live 400 years, but how you live the years that you that you have, how you experience life, and more importantly, how those around you experience life, that is your vibration, your energy. Um, Adam, what do you have to share a little? I know you've got a bunch there
1: too. Um, well, like personally, the things that have helped me uh, have been meditation and prayer along with a rigorous self-care routine. Which uh, for, for you yeah. includes the
0: binaural beats.
1: Yes. Um, so I do the binaural beats at night, um, depending on which ones like I'm feeling that day. Um, I do the meditation while I'm sleeping, and then... Uh, The self-care stuff, like, I use a lot of, like, detoxifier stuff, like uh, salt baths and uh, clay masks. And it's important to get, like, clay masks that are natural, like uh, Indian healing clay or something like that. And that helps your body kind of reset and refocus on uh, positive energies.
0: And for you, you were healing, and you—you you, you know, for those that are listeners of the show, you've shared a lot. Um, but you know, you grew up autistic. You grew up trans. Those had challenges in the world that yes. we live in today. And Absolutely. and more than that, I should say more than that. It, it, along with that, um, you know, you you suffered uh, abduction and abuse. You suffered sexual trafficking, and and those that was a lot of trauma and you yes, did so, a lot of different works with it, but go ahead. What, what helped you to be the person you are today? Cause you're not that
1: person. You're not a victim. Right. Are. Right. Um, I think a lot of what I do is like the cleansings. Like I use a lot of sage and Paulo Santo and that kind of helps me refocus on the now and living in the moment instead of, uh r- like ruminating on the past uh, and the things that have happened to me cuz I'm not the things that have happened to me. I uh am the way I am because of those things, but they don't define me. And for you, you do the binaural beats
0: meditation every day.
1: Yes, every day um for 8 hours a night like while I sleep and then I uh I've had to be that way because I've had so many negative experiences in life that if I don't reset at the end of the day, I ruminate really bad and uh things come up and then uh I get in a totally different headspace releasing a totally different energy to, you know, the universe and uh it's really important for me to stay in the moment and also uh, connected to the universe and other people, because uh, when I'm at my worst, um, I don't connect with people at all. Um, I I just retreat into myself and I isolate and I don't uh, feel a connection to everything. So, um, so I've I've had both extremes where I've been like really. Uh, had really negative experiences and low vibrational experiences, but I've also been on the other end where I've had really high vibrational experiences and uh, if you will, spiritual experiences um, that have helped me like heal through these things. So um, I wouldn't define myself necessarily as uh, a victim uh in any way because honestly I've overcome so much and I realize like the strength that I have uh just by uh the things I'm doing now, you know. I'm I'm highly um impressed with where I am now. Yeah, in a good
0: way. Yeah, you're like in <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. Compared to compared to where I was, uh, let's say like 13 years ago to 10 years ago to now, it's like such a major life shift, and it's been really difficult to shift, like um, from that to this. You know, like and so like where I was five years ago, that was when I started the meditations. Or well, about eight years ago, maybe I started the meditations um not on a regular basis, but now where I'm at, I do it on a regular basis, every night.:
3: Yeah
1: And uh, Tracy Yes. What's
0: some more that you'd like to share? And, and what brought you let's, let's let's ask for a moment what, what what brought what brought you into the sound healing? I, I've known you for years you were a massage therapist you got drawn to the, becoming a reiki master uh, and studying that and then and then the sound healing part and I have to say having done a sound bath you know we do some trades for all those listening we've known each other for years listen to last night's show you know that she was the uh, planner and the efficient at, at our recent wedding. We we're very close to each other, and and uh, I would say back a few months ago, we when you we were well, it was after you finished, when you were finishing your Reiki master, and you needed to do some same thing with massage therapies, and, and, and same thing for me with hypnotherapy back years ago too. When you're first starting off, you have to put in so many hours, see so many clients as you're as building up your hours to become certified, and I think that's when you reached out and said, hey, you want to do some Reiki, and then sound healing, so we both know Elizabeth, and I think, I I hope I spoke right when I said on last night's show that I felt like Elizabeth was part of that draw to doing that, uh, because she is the person that Elizabeth Tafraeus, who supplies the music you listen to on the show, is someone we both knew for a number of years, Um, And we got to experience, we we were on retreats together where we got to experience uh, Peruvian flutes and different types of things that that created some pretty awe-inspiring moments of spiritual connection. But for you, what led you, what guided you, do you think, to get into the sound healing?
2: I would have to say, um, well, one being exposed to it back in the 90s on the retreats that you and I were facilitators. Um, on, that um, it has a certain vibration that just ignites some sort of interest or spark within you to like, you know, I I need more of this in my life. And the more I experienced it as, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, a participant or a guest of the feeling that she was doing with the sacred instruments she was using the more I became drawn. And then eventually in the early 2000s, I was on a retreat with her and um, I was uh, kind of an assistant to her and her crystal bowls were set up in the Ford Lodge, which is the oldest structure on the grounds of the retreat center that we go to. Yeah. And no one was playing them. It was like really early, early in the morning. And I was in Spirit Lodge and part of my duties was to make sure that the fire was going in the wood stove. And I kept hearing this vibrational sound like, calling me, and I kept hearing it and hearing it as I'm putting together the fire, and it's like, I need to go and check this out, and I walked down to that lodge. It only, like, a stone's throw from one from the other, and there they were sitting out on the floor in front of the big old fireplace in that lodge, and I just started playing them, and ever since then, it's like... They they've called me and I've always been um, interested in the Native American drum and different sorts of instruments. That started in in, in uh, music back when I was in fourth grade, and oh, wow. have always been a part of that. So this is just a different way of you know to express my journey in this life because. Being a healer or a shaman, as my friend and uh, teacher Dort would say, um, comes from at least the 1800s on my mom's side of the family. And so this is just another way of doing healing. It's a way that unblocks um, the stuck, stagnant energy and gets it flowing again and brings healing in, in within the body. Like today, I was doing a session with a new client who just happened to walk in the store last week saying, I come in to see if anybody knows where I can get some Reiki then. And I raised my hand. <laughs> it was me. I can help you. So we set up a session. And she came in today and I was using my name or my shaman rattle Um using it to break free all that stuck, sticky, ugly energy that was there. And I also used the 528 Miracle Bowl um, because she had some past knee issues and she's waiting to get her other knee um, replaced or repaired. And by using those sound vibrations, it's really, really changed. Like, you know, she felt freer. Her knee wasn't bothering her. So beyond the Reiki that I was doing with her, the sound really puts a whole nother layer of healing into those treatments. And that's how I kind of like to do my Reiki sessions is I am using different kinds of sacred instruments with it.
0: Yes, and and having experienced it, and for me, I, you know, I do meditate. I do spiritually connect. You know, I work with guys. I work with, you know, a lot of connections in my life. And and when I, like, and I even talked about it in the last night show, when I, when I went, you know, it was just kind of off yesterday. Didn't know why. Couldn't pinpoint it. But somehow... Things weren't quite right. I could tell it, you know, my mood, you know, my mood kept kind of slipping on me. I'm like, what's happening? Everything's good. There's no reason to be in this space. Um, And for me, when I, the combination of the different sounds, and if you're listening tonight, a little bit later here, in just a few moments, we're going to be having, sharing some of those vibrations and sound and let you experience what you experience. But for me, both when I meditate and deeply connect and when I'm listening to those sounds, whether it's been with you recently or I'm just meditating and listening to the different sounds that Elizabeth has put together. Uh, back in that retreat, you're some of those retreats you're talking about that we went on together, even some of them out at Tum Tum, where we had especially those flutes that I think they were came from Peru. They'd just been discovered. People weren't sure what they were not They were because they were very odd shaped and they didn't seem like they'd be a very good flower pot or very good to keep anything in. And And someone somewhere along the way discovered, wait a minute each of these flutes has a different vibration when you play through it, it as a different vibration. And more than that, when you play them, the, you know, they, they sensed and felt, wow, you can really feel something happening. And we, we passed these around as a, a at a meditation at a retreat that we were at uh, where with uh, the artist also known as Eloa Elizabeth was there and she brought these out and she said, now just, pick up the one that makes sense, you know, go on it, if it and see how it vibrates with you. And, you know, we were passing them around and, and we each got to different ones that, boy, when you that one did something. That one was something. And then there were moments, as, as amazing as this might sound, and, and that we each experienced being somewhere else. Like the vibration was so powerful that you would be so much in it that for a moment you were you were with this group of people around you and different people were playing the different ones and if you played them together they produced just perfect that was the other thing, these are were, you know, thousands or hundreds or thousands of years old, I think thousands, and they and yet they were each perfectly tuned to a different vibration. When you played them together, this happened. And when you played this one, that one, this thing happened. And it was amazing. And the other thing we talked about and I experienced just, just yesterday and every time we've done it, but yesterday I was trying to pay close attention to the colors because when you are connecting to spirit, when you're connecting to that universal flow, and if you're out there listening and you have, you know what I'm talking about. You see colors, that are not colors we have on this planet. (laughs) They are are variations of color that are so amazing and so rich in themselves, each of those colors. And when you get into things like astral projection and understanding the astral light and and the astral highways, these sort of things, the the chakras of the universe connecting with chakras of our bodies, you know that each of those colors do have a vibration to them. And it's amazing to see, and it's it's undescribable. There's, you know, you can say I talked about the fact that here in the house I am in the room I'm in is kind of a what I call a plant or forest green, and then we have a light green in the in the hallway, and then we have kind of a neon green in the kitchen. Um, and and yet the greens I see when I'm in the in listening to those different vibrations surpass all that. It's just amazing. It's just it's it's, it's undescribable. And then you feel within your body, within your heart, your mind, your consciousness, your physical body, each vibration creates a different flow. Or like you said, if you have healing or you have certain parts that need something, it goes, you can feel it go right to that area. You know what I mean? Like all you're doing is creating the vibration, but I feel the vibration going through me and then suddenly focusing on an area that has, uh needs healing or has something going awry in it and um yeah it makes all the difference in the world um adam what are some other things you have to share about vibrations
1: um well i kind of wanted to get into like uh how the different vibrations look uh in regards to emotion so like um
0: very very important yes, go with that.
1: yes <laughs> um so at the bottom of the scale of vibration um is shame, which is the lowest vibration uh, at a twenty hertz uh and then at thirty you reach into guilt, and then at fifty you reach into apathy uh grief is a seventy five uh fear is a hundred. Um, then you start getting into the things like desire at 125, uh, anger at 150, pride at 175, and then you start getting into the flow state, which is courage at 200, neutrality at 250, willingness at 310, acceptance at 350, and then uh Reason, which is 400. Love, which is its own energy state, which is 500. And then joy at 540. And then peace at 600. And then enlightenment at 700. So that's basically like how your different emotions can look in a form of a vibration.
0: And what that vibration then does to you. You know, like if you're vibrating at 20 as opposed to 700, big difference happening.
1: Yes, absolutely. And uh, one of the things I did want to mention is, um, like, things that you can part with that have negative connotations for yourself, like old items or old photos that bring up negative emotions, those can change your vibration as well. So it's important to cut those out uh, for uh... you're healing so you can manifest faster and um... and actually like accomplish your your manifestations because um... like say you have like some old photos of you and someone that you dated like way back when that uh... didn't work out or whatever and it has a negative connotation to it um, then it's important to uh table those emotions or get rid of or heal those emotions altogether um, yeah, and we know, and there's a
0: lot of shows on t v you know and on youtube and et cetera that talk about you know uh spiritually charged items negative and yes. positive you know what i mean yes. and that's that's the thing you know, and also things that are natural. And Tracy was speaking to that a little bit, too. You know, everything in nature. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to do an upcoming show. I haven't decided when yet, but it's coming up. And I've talked about it a little bit before, but, you know, how I love trees so much. Trees have a vibration. Trees, definitely. You know, and one of the things I used to do with some workshops and retreats is we would go out and I'd say, get in a good meditative state, get relaxed, get in the flow and then go up to different trees, different plants, and feel that energy. Take a few moments and just literally exchange energy with this tree. And wow, wow, the energies that you can get in the, uh, and, you know, and there's a reason I live in a house that has four giant maples in the front yard. And there's times I go out there and, you know. And I, Occasionally, I've had neighbors that have noticed. They're like, you talk to your trees. I think that's cute. <laughs> okay. I, I think it's powerful. I'm glad you think it's cute. And don't think it, it, you're calling, calling someone to come get me because trees are amazing. Uh, way back in, in the day, Shirley McLean wrote a book called Out on a Limb. Beautiful book that talked about, and she talked about the connection to trees. And people kind of made fun of her for it. And it's like, really? Let's talk about living things on the planet. And I'm surrounded by four maple trees. I'm 58 years old. I guarantee you they're twice my age. They have seen and experienced. And and the other other thing about trees, when you talk about the vibration of the planet, and I didn't think about this until it was, you know, I was enlightened by a teacher about it. And they're like, you know, when you try to send energy out, right, and you're trying to reach out to people, you should connect with the trees. Because the tree roots, Go from tree to tree to tree to tree. You can send a vibration around the world just by connecting with trees. And I was like, "Whoa, well, that makes so much sense. And I never thought of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so there are times I will go and connect with them. If I wanted to send out something powerful or receive something powerful, I would go stand in the middle of those four trees and just feel their energy. And it's, there are signs that I, I definitely – field energy I I, around the neighborhood and I live in town so luckily we live in a town that loves trees we have a lot of trees around us but still houses and 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 commercial buildings have cut out those trees and we always talk about vortexes where and we talk about we know where certain trees connect in that center area there's an energy area and one day I was out here and I was like talking and sending energy to different trees and then all of a sudden I heard something say hey I'm, you know, and again, it translates through our minds, through our perceptions, right? But I literally felt like all of a sudden this, something was saying, "Hey, I'm the oldest one here. You're, you're missing me completely. <laughs> Look over here." And so, and then I, so I turned around, and I see, and somehow because of the trees around me, I really, from my perception where I normally sit and I normally am outside, I hadn't noticed it. And sure enough, I got into, you know, went around a corner and looked, and I'm like, oh. There you are. Yeah, you are okay. Sorry. You're one of the oldest ones. I see you. I, I will. Now I'll include you in my connection. Um, and, you know, it's how you know, for someone that doesn't understand or isn't, doesn't have that level of awareness or connection, you might think, oh, my gosh, this sounds insane. Or I don't know. Does this make any sense? Well, get in a meditative state. Experience it for yourself. Our whole show is about experience yourself. Get in a meditative state. Go out to a tree, go on a hike, and feel different energies, and then talk to me about what you sense and what you feel. Um. Uh. Oh, Adam, you've got something that's come up.
1: Yeah, I I have to uh go, but
0: um. But, okay, Adam. Uh, uh, well, you you take care of what you need to. I got your message, and uh, thanks for being with us. And, yeah, uh, I, I was and glad I to hope,
1: be here.
0: I hope everything turns out okay, okay? <laughs>
1: okay, thank you.
0: Bye. All right, bye. Yeah, Adam had a something come up. A family, uh, it didn't say family. An emergency came up he needed to deal with. That happens. We're human. We will send love and light to you and to whatever's happening right now, Adam, I and thanks for being on. Uh, Tracy, I know you have... You, know, you talked about the connection to plants, the connection to you know not just plants, like you said, Sophie, our, our, our animal babies. I did a show, not it's it's up there right now. I did a show that was focused on our animal babies and the energy they give us and why why we have them in our lives because you know they vibrate at certain energies. Um, and I know you've had experiences with with nature as well when it comes to the vibrations. Are you there, Tracy?
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I had you muted for a, a moment because I had to let the fur babies outside, so I didn't want speaking to of, wrestle. Speak,
0: speak Speaking of the fur babies.
2: <laughs> yep, speaking of the fur babies. So I want to backstep just a, a pinch because you oh, we were absolutely. talking about plants and energy and whatnot. There is I don't know if you've seen it but there's a brand new device called Plant Wave. Plant Wave is like this little electronic gizmo that allows you to hear the sound vibrations of any given plant. Wouldn't it be cool to get one of those to see all the plants are singing around you?
0: Oh, yeah. So, so this is a device that you can get that shows you the, you can basically go up to different things and it shows you the energy?
2: Yeah, yeah. So you can, uh, there's different ways that you could do it. has like a little electrodes and little pads, like an e, a EKG, like if you ever had at a hospital where it's that sticky pad that's SPS yeah, and there's electrodes that stick to it and you to a monitor of some sort. Yeah. There's lots of different things that you can use for even its own specific like clamps that you would like an ear clamp uh, that would be used on uh, an alpha stem unit. That yeah, you you can tune in to the sound vibrations of any given plant, but whether it be wow. grass or a fern or a tree or a flower. It doesn't matter. So it's it's pretty cool. They cost about $300, but right. that would be pretty cool to to do a show on how our plants around us are talking to us, and we just can't hear it, and now we have the technology that we can hear them. So. yeah,
0: and I think if you get oh, the ladies. meditative flow and energy, you can definitely, you know, you can hear them. You know, you can, you know, I it, it's interesting, you know, all, you know, we've been very hot, of course, is... of the country has been. We haven't been getting a lot of rain. So, you know, we were watering things. And the other night I was out and putting water on the trees and there's there's this one spot, just because of it being four giant maples, and you run the water and there'd be little spots where the water doesn't quite get to because it gets blocked by the tree. And I was putting the water out and I'd finished this area and I was you know, picking up the sprinkler, get ready to go into the backyard to do some sprinkling, and literally felt the one. well, I think one of the oldest ones too. Tree going, hey, don't forget this. You know, and I and I literally looked down where I was walking and saw, wow, this spot is dry. No water got here. Okay, I won't forget. I will. I, I'm gonna go. I'll go get a different type of sprinkler and I'll put it right here, so it gets this spot for you because I want you to be happy and I want you to be healthy and um you know years ago when i was i was invited out on a journey and i won't go down fully down that rabbit hole but it was one of the first times that i felt the tree spoke to me and, and the person said you're going to find he said you're going to see fairies you're going to you're going to see you're going to you're going to be in a board a couple of different vortexes and this was a uh, on the callville forest which you're very familiar with too the callville national forest and um and this person had property Bordering that and they were like and and if you don't believe trees can talk to you these trees talk And I remember at the time listening to the guy going, okay, we'll see about that And as a group we kind of just wandered. he goes just go where you're drawn You know, there's no, you know, there's different paths or different areas go where you're drawn And I ended up going to this area where there were some trees and I was looking and kind of walking around and all of a sudden
2: I, I heard, hey, watch
0: out, you're going to step on me, and I looked down, <laughs> and I was. I was about to step on this seedling tree that was coming up, and I'm like, did that just talk to me? What just happened right now? You know, it's like, it's very interesting. And what are some of the things you wanted to share about vibrations?
2: Okay. And then we'll get, oh, in, then we'll, then we'll get into
0: doing some vibrations. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Okay, trying kind to of, sorry, I'm trying to get my youngest in here. She's definitely food driven, and I always gotcha. have to coach her in with treats. Come on, come in for a treat, treat. And she says, "Well, maybe, yep, okay, cool, yay." <laughs> now we can continue. Huh? Oh, dogs and their treats. Oh.
3: Yes.
2: Are you gonna? Here we go. you can have one too. All right. Okay. So. I want to go over um, vibration when it comes to healing instruments. Okay.
3: Um,
2: And I have to first mention that the ancient Greeks have done so much when it comes to contributing to today's modern-day sound healing. They were, like, beyond their time. And all of the studies and theories that they had regarding instruments, healing, and vibration. Um, Pythagoras is the biggest contributing father to sound healing. Interesting. And um, he had schools, so you had like Pythagoreans, and um, so they. They were also medical doctors and mathematicians and whatnot, but they had really um, discovered that music makes such a huge difference in people's emotion and their energy and found out that it really does a lot when it comes to healing bones and wounds and... And our um, cells and our tissues, is, like I mentioned previously, um, vibration is really just lots of different particles just vibrating, and so it keeps them moving. And gotta really, you know, they can get stuck and sticky, and the sound really kind of makes them free, so they're able to vibrate more. But they, like I was mentioning, so the they, the Greeks really kind of started making um, temples and stuff, uh, different structures where they would do sound healing in order to help people. And that's kind of where it started, but sound healing really goes back to um, ancient Egypt too. But for uh, the instruments, the sacred instruments that I have, this evening, I'm um, kind of going kind to of go in order of creation, from the oldest to the newest sacred sound healing instrument that I have, um, and we're going to start with a Native American drum. Well, drums specifically were first discovered around 5,500 BC, and they were made from uh, alligator skin. So that's the oldest found one. And that's pretty And we pretty know the drumming, it's-
0: yeah, oh, definitely. And we know that drumming is, a, you know, we use it sometimes here on the show with some of it. Ella's music has drumming in it. We know that, you know, people that are, my, are mind, body, spirit, you go to sacred circles and often there can be drumming. And just that drumming can make such a difference in your, and like you said, music. And, and for me, singing, I'll mention that real quick. Before, you know, like when I get in certain spaces, I like to sing, and singing can get it out. You know, music for a lot of people is a way of expressing their emotion, of healing, of, of uh, feeling certain emotions and letting and letting certain feelings and emotions flow through you with all the different types of music that we have. We have music for happy times, sad times, angry times, and, and those, like, those vibrations definitely affect us. And if you don't think so, think about when you're in a certain mood in a car, or something drives by, and they're playing something entirely different. What does that vibration do to you? Right? It's a. Uh, we know that music impacts us. That's why music is such, uh, such a piece of our lives. If we had no music, we a big spectrum of what our life wouldn't be here. Wouldn't you think? You know, like, um, and even people I've talked to people that are deaf that will say, you know talk about the fact that, you know, okay, they can't hear the tones or the, or the frequencies maybe the way that we do, but they can feel the vibration of the music. They can tell you. I, I used to have a friend that would say, you know, he was like, you think I can't hear, but and he did an experiment where he had me play different types of music. He could identify to me. He had been deaf his whole life, and yet he could tell me you're playing this type of music, you're playing that type of music. And, and I would be like, how do you know? And he was like, the vibration, I can feel it. I can feel it in the floor. I can feel it when it's hitting me. And I'm like, I was just amazed. I was like, so you can't hear the sound, but you can feel the sound. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. when you think about it, that's exactly what we're talking about, right? It's like, uh, exactly.
2: Because I had a, we had lovely. a friend grown up and went to high school with who was, who was deaf too. And he, come to school dances and we were always wondering why he would come to school dances it's like you can't hear the music how would you know how to dance to the beat of the music or whatnot it's just like I can feel the vibration that's what I go off of so exactly what you were saying
0: yeah and people that I you know we both know that throughout time I've known people that you know couldn't see or couldn't hear and yet they'd have hypersensitivity in other ways like he was telling me and your friends telling you, well, I can feel the vibration. I can feel, you know, my one friend is like, I can feel the music. I feel it in me. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because I don't have that, that high percent. It's there, you know, over time, now that I do meditation and I've done the sound baths and things like you, I can definitely understand what they were saying by feeling it. But, but when a lot of times when we have lost, lose or are born without one sense, other senses are that much more enhanced. Yeah, And it's
2: amazing. Uh, Yeah, it is. (laughs) Totally amazing. So continue on with the Native American drumming, you know, drumming, drums going back all the way 5,500 B.C. and to the indigenous um, Indians of any given area, which has gone on for thousands of years, Many of the tribes believed that the beats from the drum would help them to communicate with the gods and in turn would allow their prayers and requests for healing to be answered. Um, The drum specifically is considered to be the heartbeat of Mother Earth. Um, It is powerful for unites all of us in creation with the physical and spiritual. Um, in one with rhythm. And the drum is regarded as a living entity and is viewed simultaneously as a spiritual guardian and a musical instrument, a living tradition, and a reference to past way of life. It gets us and in, 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 uh, induces a trance state that is believed to allow individuals to communicate with the spiritual world. Some ceremonies performed by medicine, men or women are shamans. Um, you know, um, are you, they use the Native American drum and they can use the shaman rattle like I have, which um, I was it like a month or so ago, I went and took a class called Reiki and Beyond where I got to use some other um tools for for healing and so that that's great. So I got the Native American drum with me. This is the first Native American drum I have. I received it back in the like mid to latter nineteen nineties. And it was uh it was a barter for some um like a hair clip that I had um uh, did a bead boom loom for and she wanted it and she wanted to trade the Native American drum so it's the Native American drum again it's the heartbeat of Mother Earth as the rhythm of the heart. <laughs> Basically, this is just like a a hide that is stretched over a wood uh, form, pulled tightly, that you beat on, causing a vibration. And the vibration right. causes a frequency and a pitch at the right rate for our ears to pick up. Right. And it's gonna, very powerful. Oh, and, yes. you know, and Everybody's was, gone to a certain sound and a different pitch. And yes. there's so much medicine in this drum. All the things that it could say if I could speak drum.
3: <laughs> right.
2: About the journey of the end. The next thing I have as far as age is concerned in the sacred... Uh, Instruments that I have is that uh, hammered bowls. Well, a lot of people know them as Tibetan bowls, but they're really not Tibetan bowls. They're I guess you could say Himalayan bowls. And the uh, the first sound bowls were made in Mesopotamia over 5,000 years ago, and the trade relationships eventually moved the bowls along Nepal. India, China, Tibet, Japan, and then the rest to the east there. And um, it's going down here a little bit. The east bowl is made uh, by three or four craftsmen that alternatively uh, frequency and sound hammering, and they chant as they are hammering these bowls, Fusing the bowls with healing intentions as it's created due to the intense vibration hammering and it causes the frequency and the sound. So you got to think about each of these bowls are comprised of combination of about like seven to eight different metals or minerals like gold, silver, iron, mercury, tin, copper, zinc, and or lead. And um, they do them sometimes on certain celestial events, like a full moon. So the full moon bowl well, is made on the night of a full moon. But by the hand, by sealing up all these metals together into a compound, and then you have three to four men, and as men that are doing this, are in sync hammering this metal, the hammer hits the the molten metal and by doing so it's causing a vibration which causes a pitch and a frequency and there could be like a little bit of friction involved and it causes sound. So we're beating sound into the sound instrument and that's kind of also how gongs are made, too. And because uh, the Himalayan hammered bowls are made, they don't make them specifically for any one particular, like, say, note. Like uh, you would see on the piano, like, uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right. Uh, but if you were to, like, order them, in like a set, then they do their darndest to pick out the ones that are similar to each other to make a chart of those notes.
3: Nice.
2: And they, the bigger the bowl, the deeper the sound. The smaller the bowl, the higher pitch the sound. And you'll notice this because the first bowl I have is my Flower of Life bowl. And it measures at about like 10 inches in diameter. And my second bowl that I have is my purity bowl. And it measures six and a half inches. And then my smallest little uh, bowl, which is my lingam bowl, is about three and a quarter inch. And you'll be... Hearing the difference between the largest bowl to the smallest bowl, as far as sound, vibration, and pitch. Okay, and so I'm going to mute and let those with play. The life. Okay. Well, there's something really interesting that I want to share about the hammered bolts. And it also will sing too for the crystal bowl that I will be playing here. But there's something called Faraday waves. Faraday waves is uh, pretty cool. That's where like um, it's a nonlinear, not, excuse me, a nonlinear standing wave that appears on liquids enclosed by a vibrating receptacle. Uh, When the vibration frequency exceeds a critical value, the flat hydrostatic surface becomes unstable, which is known as Faraday instability. It can be dramatically changed by tuning vibrational frequency and acceleration and generates diverse sets of Symmetrical and periodic patterns. The phenomenon, which is, this is a pretty interesting part, in nature is used by male alligators to call their mates. Uh, they vibrate their lungs at a very low frequency, slightly below the water's surface, causing uh, spikes to move and induce surface waves. And it's those waves, Are basically the Faraday waves and can um, be observed as like a splashing effect, uh, which is characteristic of the certain resonances. So, if we were to add water to the uh, to the um, hammered metal bowl, it would cause a sound vibration because I'm striking it, which causes a ripple effect across the 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 surface tension of the water causing a wave effect, but the cool thing is, it's not just any old wave effect, it's sacred geometry. This is where we can see sacred geometry. Oh, wow. Is by infused it by oh, wow. uh, a sound vibration that goes over the surface tension of the water caused by the ripple and wave effect of the water because of the vibration. Isn't that cool?
3: Yeah. Yes.
2: (laughs) Okay, the next um, healing instrument um, that I have is the gong. Now, the Greeks and the Romans were said to have used uh, sound healing tools as well. They used like singing bowls and gongs and bells to treat different physical ailments mental illness and pain, relief. But in the 17th century, a Jesuit monk built an entire system of medicine based upon the principle of vibrational medicine. The gong is one of the oldest documented musical instruments in the world. Pretty cool. So I have some what is known as friction mallets. So number four, when you cause friction across the surface of opposing energy, it causes a vibration effect. And the vibration effect causes a different wave effect across the and produces sound. And I have uh, three different mallets I'm going to share with you. I have I have my lotus gong. She's a wind gong, and um, we're going to use my rainbow mallet. <laughs>
3: Thank <laughs> <laughs> you.
2: Next one is what I'm calling my fiddle frown, because it kind of looks, if anybody knows what a fiddle frond is, it's a, like a start or shoot of a brand new fern frown, and it kind of reminds me of that shape, but it produces a much higher pitch than the low pitch that the rainbow mallet makes.
3: I <laughs> like
2: And then lastly, I just have a regular standard mallet. This is a softer one. I have some much harder ones. Each mallet provides, as you can tell, a different sound or resonance or vibration and makes it sing differently. It has its own vibrational signature, I guess you could say.
0: yeah each one was very different it's very interesting different tone different vibration
2: you know everybody's called to a different sound and uh, it kind of reminds me I'm going to backtrack a little bit in my notes but you know ever since the creation of time um our our world has really uh, been exposed to different sound and um different kind of frequencies and vibrations. And if you wanna go like clear back to the Big Bang theory, um and the like the first creation of our planet in the solar system and everything, it uh it's really made you know, a grippy cues effect, that big boom that had happened. Of course, I'm not going to get all sciencey on you because I'm not a scientist. So it that it happened, you know, about uh, 14 million years ago. And there was this, like, the immense amount of tightly bound matter that was exposed into a super hot ocean of subatomic particles and the tiny... Uh, vibrating strings of energy uh, have made up every single particle in our universe, and our theory also allows for possible additional dimensions beyond space and time, which uh, could be a whole other topic for a whole other show. (laughs) And then if you think about like the volcanoes and earthquakes, that's kind of what the gong reminds me of, because of its resonating thing, it has ability um to change and generate different movements of magma because when you heat up metal it's kinda of like molten magma. It's just like it because it has all those different minerals in it and everything. Um and then when it gets when it cools off then you have something solid just like the gong or the the hammered uh Seeing bowls, And um, so the pressure within it uh, increases surrounding by rocks falling, smaller earthquakes, change the landscapes, destroys nature, uh, natural resources, wildlife, human villages, buildings and structures, and pretty much anything that's in this path or within the epicenter, all for better or for worse. And then, you know, the sun which is has its solar flares, which is another thing that kind of reminds me of the gong and the and the metal hammered bowls. Um, changes its uh, has different vibrations and low frequencies that affect our planet, like um, technology, all the different forms of uh, technology that we have, whether it be a phone or the internet, um, a TV, you name it, any. Anything that's electrical is basically a little off-kilter. Its vibration is not working properly. The energy within it is kind of like uh, befuddled. It's not arranged properly. It needs to be defragged. And then we have uh, noise pollution. So some people would call these sacred healing instruments noise pollution um their bodies just can't handle it and usually when people cannot handle sound healing is because um, not only are they maybe um hypersensitive to the sound but there's something within them that needs to be released and freed and healed and i usually tell people who are kind of like sensitive to it it's like if you can just tolerate it for, like, maybe a couple minutes, maybe, maybe it'll change. And if it doesn't, then put in some earplugs that will maybe soften the vibration and the frequency and the pitch of what you're hearing.
0: Yes, and I think, you know, coming over the the way we've recorded it, the way we've done things, coming over, you know, some things will sound different in person than they might sound recorded than it might sound if you were closer to it or further away from it. Um, and those were the instruments you were sharing tonight, right?
2: Yes, and then I, uh, the crystal bowl, the crystal singing bowl is like in the modern world, it's like a vibrational healing and it's a common tool. But really, it can, we can go back all the way to the ancient uh, Egyptians and Tibetans They used some uh, crystal bowls for healing back then. The crystal bowls were made of quartz and other minerals that vibrate at different frequencies. Um, And the quartz, the crystal quartz uh, bowls emerged in right around, or if not after, 1954 when Bell Laboratories, otherwise we know them as AT&T, they create the first silicone uh crucible uh transistor because the quartz has a precise vibration to it um, and the crucibles you can actually um produce them with specific notes like uh the whole scale again uh c d e f g a b so In Reiki, each one of, or just in um, chakras in general, each chakra has a different note that's assigned to it. If we start at the root chakra, which is at the base of our spine, the note that corresponds with that is C. You move up to the uh, sacral chakra is B, solar plex chakra, is E, the heart chakra is F, throat chakra is G, the third eye chakra is A, and the crown chakra on the top of your head is B. Because they can be, they're produced in such a way that they actually can make exactly the the pitch. That it needs to be it's it's precise where you're talking about like maybe a hammer Tibetan bowl or even a gong because they're handmade there's no way to do that, right, but with the quartz crystal bowls and sometimes you'll find other ones uh, that are not made out of quartz crystal. they might have some other um, crystals or gems or minerals add to it um but um th- those are made specific to what it is that you are needing so which is pretty cool and a side note is that um the frosted bowls like what i have resonate a lot differently and a lot longer than like say maybe a clear bowl like an alchemy bowl which is kind of interesting
0: and those are the bowls that you played earlier.
2: No, nope. I'm about ready to play that one, and I oh, have gotcha. my okay. one. It is a five and five hundred and twenty-eight hertz bowl. It is a, a an octave above middle C, so it's the next octave higher. It's a C bowl, which again corresponds to the root chakra, which is at the base of your of your spine. And we call it the Miracle Bowl because it's known to change cellular DNA oh. and change the uh, within us. So, like, today when I was working with this new client of mine, um, she said that she was having knee issues and she had one knee replaced and just went to do the next knee. And I, I told her before, beforehand... I'll probably be moving that particular bowl next to it to see if we can do some extra additional healing uh, because this is the bowl that would definitely do that for her. And this is what this one sounds like. Resonance for quite some time. It's a beautiful bowl. Yeah. All right. So I have one other sacred healing instrument with me, and that is a tuning tuning fork out there, there is like crystal tuning forks, there is metal tuning forks, and then there's weighted metal tuning forks. The difference between the regular tuning forks and the weighted tuning forks is that a weighted tuning fork, the way it's designed and made, you're actually able to use the the base of it to touch a certain body point for the vibration to go in deeper to a cellular level to penetrate and do a, more healing than any other uh, tuning fork can. And the okay. tuning forks were invented in 1711 by a British musician by the name of John Shore as a pitch standard to tune musical instruments it was used to tone, as a tone regulator to identify and measure other sounds. And it was developed to use them for the measuring of different kinds of vibrations. And uh, using various tuning fork frequencies for healing comes uh, with many benefits, including tuning the body's natural cycle or circadian rhythm, while stimulating homeostasis, which also helps bring the body back to its natural state of balance. It also attunes the body's vibration on a cellular level and promotes the activation of chi, which is the word for energy. Uh, so the life force energy can flow freely without any blockages, which we talk a lot about in Reiki. is the balances of the nervous system by aligning the right and left brain um, improving cognition clear thinking and another very interesting benefit is the aid in repairing our dna structure while reducing chronic stress levels anxiety inflammation muscle pains and digestion disorder symptoms and this is what this sounds like. And I apologize if some of you are not going to be able to hear this. Um, It is 741 hertz. The one I picked tonight is the one that corresponds with the throat chakra. And um, this is our communication center. It's the one that allows us to open up and talk and speak our truth. And um, so... If you can't hear it's either one, the device in which you're tuning in to our Block Talk radio show. Or two, maybe it's uh could be maybe the the tones you're able to hear or not hear. Or it could be my mic. So here, this is it. Yeah, listen very carefully. It's a very slight sound. It should sound like a real low humming sound. So basically, in the 1800s, physician Edward Bach uh, began a study uh, uh, that regarded the connection between illness and negative emotions. And some people might recognize him as being the creator of the Bach flower remedies. You can find his products um, today, like in natural stores, uh, like... uh, the uh, natural grocery store that we have here in town on my fresh back or huckleberries or what maybe Whole Foods might have it, but it's in a lot of places. But it, um, the body, you know, is made up of a million cells that vibrate at certain frequencies. So it's not surprising that music is created with certain frequencies that can uh, bring about the positive health benefits. And of course, in the 1970s, researchers found that sound healers could really induce specific brain wave states by playing specific tones on uh, singing bowls. And scientists and researchers uh, also have discovered that certain brain states can be induced by playing specific tones on the singing bowl.
0: Yes, I've, you know, I've seen some of that, too. It's amazing. Um, we are getting close to time. We've got, we could, I think we could do a few shows about this uh, oh,
2: before yes. we run out we run of out of time. when you talk about one thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I do want to point, you know, say to people that it, uh, they can reach out to you at sacredjourneybydesign at gmail.com. It's right there in the show's description. You also have an upcoming sound bath that people can do in person here if you are in the Inland Northwest in the Spokane area. A link to that event is right here. It says link to upcoming sound bath event that is going to be here in Spokane. And what date is that? Because I know it's in August, right?
2: Uh, Sunday, August the 20th at 2 o'clock at Coal Labs out in the Spokane Valley.
0: Yes, and all the information is there on that Facebook link, as well as Tracy is a Reiki master uh, massage therapist, currently pausing the massage therapy because of an uh, injury to your wrist. But uh, does the Reiki and sound healing, both here in the the Northwest, and the Reiki and sound healing can also be done via distance. So if you'd like to do a session or you'd like to find out more about having a Reiki session or a sound healing session, Email Tracy. Adam had to jump off here a little bit earlier because of an emergency he was having, but uh, he's got a new YouTube channel where he is working with somebody that he's purchased the Binary Beats from and created some meditation with Binary Beats on his YouTube channel. There's a link to that in our uh, show's description as well as his Facebook page and uh, his website. So you can check all of those out as well as Elizabeth DeFreya slash Ellawa website where she has a lot of music, Heart Sounds by Elizabeth. Uh, and of course, you can follow us on Facebook and email us at relaxletgobe at gmail.com. If you'd like to know more about some of the information we shared tonight, you can email Tracy or you can email myself and we can send you some of that information uh, and some links to some of the resources that help provide some. And there's so much. We could, there's so much to talk about, and I think we, I think we did a good job at, at at kind of talking about each of the different areas where vibration is so much about our health, our mental state, our consciousness, our ability to be in the universal flow, as well as um, how we connect with each other and to our planet. Um, Anything else you'd like to say, Tracy, before we go tonight?
2: If you uh, do Facebook at all, you can follow me on Facebook at sacred journey by design. That's right.
0: Sacred journey by design. Okay. And if you're not sure, the it's right there. sacred journey by design is also the email. And if you've not email Tracy and she can get you a link to that. And, We've, we have filled almost two hours with some great information tonight. So I thank you, Tracy. And uh, we're going to, uh, we're winding down to the last couple minutes here. Is there anything you'd like to play or any of the instruments that you would like to uh, kind of play us out with?
2: Oh, sure. I can do that. I can do a little bit of montage instruments here.
0: All right, we got about a minute fifty left, just to let you know. And now I will, I will, I will go mute and let you just uh, be inspired on what tones and vibrations to play people out. We'll be with you on Saturday night, folks, okay. for the Saturday night spiritual night. And here's Tracy playing us out. Mm-hmm.
3: The other side of the road, and 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 the road, and the other side of the road, and 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 the, and the